Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. And welcome to the Fire Up Show on Community Radio 3CR. Mate, that was a good lead up. Good lead up. Good lead up. Yeah. Jimi Hendrix. Mate, that's Jimi Hendrix. Well, it's just legalised marijuana in uh, California. In California. <laughs> Mate, how good's that? So we played that for Jimmy. So what happens if you? Thanks for waking me up. <laughs> what happens if they legalise marijuana in California, and you're having a naughty well, medicinal marijuana, whatever? That and you is. walk across. <laughs> no recreation, isn't it? That's no, recreation. And if you walk yeah. across the border, do you get pinched or what? What happens? Of course you do. So they're just going to keep walking around that border. Yep. Well, hey, like all the Mexicans. All the, all imagine, the, imagine the parties this weekend in California. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> There'd be a lot of Rastafarian music happening. Oh, hey, a bit of Jimi Hendrix too, killer. Yeah. But, There's uh, a hole in this world. I think that was a, uh, one of the Eagles songs, wasn't it? Well, a hole in this world tonight. I don't know, mate. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> anyway, look, it's all happening. A new, uh, new American new president. President elect. Well, listen, I saw it. comes in in what, February or something, doesn't he, killer? No, oh, January, January, January. I think um, I, saw, I saw some of the Australian voters were... Um, were uh, Mississippi? Yeah, yeah, Dippy, but I tell you what. I'll tell you, I'll make I can't a lot of, guess we'll make a lot of money out of this. Who? Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Will he? Did you, did you, did you <laughs> see his portrayal? Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah, but, uh, hey, but listen, what about the, but some of the politicians there? They're doing backfoot pretty well, quick, Well, it's funny. They? People are very quick to hang crap on the Americans. We were stupid enough to elect Tony Abbott there <laughs> a while back. You know, and he yeah. just had slogans, and shitty ju- slogans. And then we've just elected this other imbecile. Well, and he's no better either. Well, he was. Yeah. yeah. The old right-wing well, movement. That's what in the far right. We'll, we'll be walking around with them, uh, them crosses on their foreheads, you know, them... Sort of stickers type things. So it's a it's a triumph for your greedy bloody idiot, really. This last twenty four hours, that's what it is. Oh, it's a triumphant triumph. moment for uh, for your right wing. You know, they've, they've got so much strength these days, you know. And the the crap that they preach, it, it travels, and some people believe that shit. Well, killer, he told, them what, they... he told them what they wanted to hear, right? He told them everything what they wanted to hear, and they voted him in. So wherever he does it, or wherever he can. Can, you know, goes on with what he said. 11 million knows. Mexicans, are they going to send them back? Of course they're not going to do that. Latinos, <laughs> <laughs> are they going to send them all back? Cubans? No, well, they're not going to. Anyway, anyway we, can. we can't change it. We can't change the imbeciles we've got, so. And we've, uh, on the bit of news, a uh, bit of a sad front, um, a delegate that you worked for, sorry, we used to work with. Yeah. A number of jobs has passed away, and I, know, I think his funeral's on today. Yeah, yeah, Davey Baker. Yeah, from the CFMU, XBLF. Good, good fella, Dave. Good mate of Malrotels, and uh, worked on quite a few jobs with Davey. Mate, he was a terrific fella, and um, I'm just trying to think of what it was. Was it lung, lung cancer? I think. I think it was lung cancer. I, th- yeah. I think it was lung cancer. Yeah, he passed away, but his funeral was up at Mafra. At Mafra. Mafra today. Yeah. I'm Is that not, right? I'm not going, but you sure it was because there was a funeral? Oh no, it's all right. You're going. Yeah. No, there's a funeral today. I'm pretty sure it is anyway. Uh, a good friend of ours, Neil Mel, let us know. Yeah, and, uh, okay, Mel, Mel's listening in. Mel will be listening in. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, well, well, I can't get there. I don't know about you, Neil, but I won't be able to get well, there. Well, that killer's heading down that way. And I'm staying at Mafra tonight, Mafra, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you probably get down there a bit too late. But uh, <coughs> oh, I, look, get a, uh, I get a Mafra a lot. Killer? My brother-in-law's... Mafra. I love Mafra. It's a beautiful big town, isn't it? Beautiful big streets. Wide. Oh, yeah. it's There's something really nice about the place. 
Yeah. Well, it's, and, and, and it's not a. It's well, that nice Davy Baker wants to get buried. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I tell you what, you can think of worse places to be buried. I don't think it really matters. Does it doesn't really matter, does it? No, 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 the no, lights no, go no. out. That's for a do me. Well, anyway, and so yeah. it seems to be uh, we, you've had a bit of you know some phone calls too over the last twenty four hours. About yeah, we're going to get a couple of cancers and that. A couple of sprinkler fitters. What is it with us sprinkler fitters? Well, that cutting wheel. Could be. Could be the soap. Could be the hemp. Mm. Could be anything, you don't know. That but, cutting uh, wheel's always been suspicious. It has. That, that, um, for a while there, remember they were bringing in those cheap Chinese-made ones, and yeah. they, God knows what was in those. Like, no material safety data sheet. No. Um, which is better, the rigid light or the rigid dark? Olive oil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't yeah, use okay. none of it. Um, I think, from memory, the dark is the better one of the two, but... Um, the darker one is, yeah. That's one yeah, Bahama one. But generally, those um, cutting wheels give you testicular cancer. And yeah. when you start talking about that sort of stuff, people actually sit up and listen. Well, then, look, there must be something. You're not supposed to use it, cur- uh, killer, for recreational use, though, mate. You're supposed, <laughs> to, uh, use it at, at, you're supposed to use it on the job. <laughs> oh, right. oh, oh. Well, why didn't you tell me that 15 years ago? Well, look, there's, there's got to be something. It's got to be more than a coincidence. That, you know, there's quite a few, and, and other trades, of course, but you know, just the last 24 hours, a young bloke I've worked with, only 30, 31, 32s, been uh, diagnosed with bowel cancer goes in next week, and, uh, and another uh, another fitter I worked with. Good old mate, let's yeah. not make any names, but I mean, no, he's ripping old Blake, isn't he? Yeah, he's ripping a fella. Well, he's been diagnosed yeah. with, with liver cancer, so. She just keeps well over and over again, doesn't it? Just, every time you uh, you talk to somebody, someone's got that big C, and. Uh, Andy, I know you've Did had you your battles, and, you, and you're moving forward, and it's great news, And uh, but it's. It's just everywhere, isn't it? It is. So you've got to get your health checks. I mean, a lot of blokes, especially with that bowel cancer, once you turn 50, they send you the kit out. A lot of blokes throw it straight in the bin because you know they're not going to go through the procedures to do it. But Well, that procedure's not that hard, is it, really? It's pretty easy. Well, some people like it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, that procedure that when they, as little kids, they do test out. I mean, you, you Well, know, it's for a reason. You do it in your own privacy, yeah. your own bathroom. That's right. What, what, so... Well, you're not 50 a kilo. You'll get something when in the mail 50, when you're 50. Tell you, I'm a, getting closer. It's a secret right. men's club after yeah. when you turn 50. And it's just, it just tests. It just it tests, tests for feces. What it is, and yeah. it comes, they send it off and it comes back that there's any traces of blood or something. And then you go in for a second one and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But it, it's, it picks up the early signs. And uh, it's, it really is a good initiative. I'm not sure who brought that in, Nan, but uh, it is a good initiative. It is. It's fantastic. And, you know, you get a lot of, as I said, you get a lot of people just throw the the testing kit straight in the bin, but, you know, didn't, if, if you've got young kids, and, or, or you married anybody, but you, you owe it to your partner and your kids to get it checked out. I, um, so once it gets older, yeah? On, a, on, on another sad note, I was told I've got to say, uh, give a cheerio to our members in Geelong. Why is that a sad cheerio? Well, <laughs> it is, isn't it? <laughs> no, well, all our blokes down in, I know Geelong's hopping at the minute because um, there's a bit of work happening down that way in. Yeah. And, um, and I know our boys have been down there and I think they're a bit dirty about giving up Josh Caddy down there, mate. He's Are they? Gone to the Tigers. Have they? Yeah. Oh, well, you got Chris Yarren too. Yeah. So it's well, it actually, it was Chris, there was actually a picture of Chris Yarren in the paper and he actually looks like... Mitchell Rocky, and Mandy. He looked, he, like Rocky, he looked like Rocky Balboa in the, in the uh, second movie. Yeah, no, yeah. So, yeah, before he started training. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Looks, looks okay. more, more hey. like George Foreman. I'll tell yeah. you what, a bloke swings around... 
from having pretty decent depression to, you know, not knowing where the hell their life's going and that sort of thing. F- forget about footy for a minute. It's nice to see a bloke turn it around and come back 12 months later or eight months later and, and, and say, hang on, I'm okay. You know, yeah, exactly. I can tackle life again. So how, how do you know he's, how do you know he, the good news how, how is he's got depression? that he's actually turned it around and he's back on track. Well, that's right. And that's how do you know? hundred percent. And uh, that's what he said. There's a dent in his forehead. <laughs> But hey, you know, he might have had other issues. Just, just because, just because, it's very easy, isn't it? No, I don't he, think he it's. Oh, hang on, Terry, it wasn't any secret. It was, yeah, it was, it was, well, well, it was well stated in the media. Yeah, he. he anyway, oh, yeah, you anyway. believe you believe everything what's in the back of the sun, don't we? <laughs> yeah. No, well, hang no, on. Mark I, it's just nice to see him actually, oh, did he, Mark like Robinson, yeah. Buddy, who who came out and said, "Look, you know, I've got some Everybody's things going up. on." Yeah. I, so it's just nice to actually see them, you know, yeah. eight, ten, twelve months later. Okay, ah. you know, their life actually they start to, you know, it gives actually other young kids that are sitting in their bedrooms at home with issues, um, a bit of hope that hang on a minute, you stick this thing out Maybe called you life. Maybe and, you jump it on. and um, I just can't seem to finish it. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> well, you know, I know we're making a joke of it, but yeah, but it's not a joke. He never had depression until he went to Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Oh. All right, let's move on before anyway, we get into trouble here. And, and good on you, Ian. That's, that's great. A yeah, comedian can we say you just won the flag. Listen, speaking of accidents, we've had another member. That, yes. Well, that uh, seems to have had an, uh, an accident. It was out in Curley's area, and uh, Morning Curls will be listening in. I think. Um, he won't be listening on his car radio, that's for sure. <laughs> no, and uh, another accident in a boom lift. And uh, yep. Ant, it seems to be uh, a roofer, a, a roofer, and uh, he's fallen out of the boom lift on a job in Truganina. Truganina, I think, turn eight out that way. Yeah, he's fallen eight meters. That I understand. It's just up from the uh, prison. Is it right? right? He fell eight meters. Fell eight he meters. had a harness. He did have a harness on because uh, Ambos had to cut him out. Yeah. So something's happened there. We don't know exactly. whether the harness is broken or something's happened. Struth. But uh, he fell eight meters. He's la- lucky. Curls was telling me so he landed right next to a big rock. So he's lucky that you know he didn't hit that rock. <coughs> and he's got a few broken bones and I think a broken pelvis and. And a, a few other things, but he's you, alive. If you have a look at that Truganina place around them, around prison, the, the amount of huge sheds that are going up there, and mm. you know, on that back road, as you come off that yeah. off that Ballarat road, and you look up, and mate, it's just these huge sheds, and they are monstrous. You know what I mean? And yeah, massive big roofs on them, and they're, and they're eight nine meters high. They're oh, not, don't worry, they're, they're not small roofs. Yeah. They're yeah, everywhere. They're, not, they're out in the east huge. as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, these are all the new corridors for the trucking, and yeah. you know, distribute. Yeah. Distributation centres, well, is that the word? But at, yep. Right? But that's, you know, as you said... Well, you know, the land's good for nothing else but building those big sheds. We're, we're having... And look, statistics all t- tell us that no, from November to break-up day, this is a high-risk area for workers with machinery. Well, I, I, I think, and, you know, don't quote me, don't, I don't want anybody ringing up and saying I'm wrong, but I think so far this year in Victoria we've had 25 deaths. Yeah, I think there's been 25, 26. And um, they reckon that it, it doubles up and from a couple of weeks ago up until break-up time at Christmas. So, so. If, you, if you're going by figures alone, as much as I hate to say it, and I'll touch wood while I'm saying it, no, I don't even want to say it. You know, like it, it, you it's the, the average is uh, uh, tell us that... that we're going to have some more strife before Christmas and mm. someone will get hurt. You know. I know what you're saying. I know other unions on this program say, you know, you've got to watch what you're doing and just now is the time where accidents happen. You've got to be a lot more vigilant and, uh, you know, their tide's been a long year again. A lot of blokes have a shitload of overtime and, uh, you know, become a bit... 
Not, look, not careless, but uh, just complacent. A, just, we just have a bit of a toolbox meeting and just and just refresh your safety well, side. Well, let's just slow things down a little bit. Oh, I can't I'll, do that, can we? We can't. We I can't, was we on a job yesterday, and when I got there, the site was in the middle of a toolbox meeting. And I thought, oh, beauty, they're, they're chatting about safety, which they were. And I wandered around the job, and they had oxy bottles in the shipping container that had been stored there overnight. So waiting to, you know, explode. Um, the roofers were about to get on the roof, and I walked around the roof, and there was handrails missing. Um, there was different levels to the roof. There was no safe... That They had a ladder standing up on one of the roofs that they were climbing, climbing up, out and around. They had one scaffold tower, and then they were using ladders. What else was there? Oh... The ladders on the job, some of them were bent and missing parts. So you climb up on any ladder or any any device to get up at height, and there's parts missing or it's bent or broken. <clears throat> That's what this site had was a hamburger with a lot. It it had all the usual shit. You know, walked around the the power boards and they had, one of them had the key in over the RS, um, RCDs, so that as soon as they trip out. Um, turn it back on. Every yeah. Tom, Dick and Harry can go and turn it back on. Once those RCDs trip out, an electrician needs to check it and just say, hang on a minute, what well, could have happened here that could well, have killed somebody? Well, they for a reason. That's what they're there That's for. exactly right. So, and then I went and looked at their mains board and, and it was just flapping around in the wind. Like there was no, the locking mechanism over the RCDs on that was just unlocked as well. So they were giving lip service to safety in the morning and saying, yeah, 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 you know, you've got to wear your heart out and all the rest, you know, giving lip service to this and that. Yet when it really came to the crunch out and around the job, they were doing nothing. Mm. You know, they weren't leading by example. And the communication that, that comes from the work groups wasn't sinking in and really having no effect. And it just wasn't good enough. So well, good on you, Keller. I stopped there. Yeah, good. A lot of, of these major builders are very hypocritical because they run around when you do your induction oh. and they, you know, some of them have a lot of IIFF or whatever. Yeah, we're ordered. Oh, shit. And all this sort of stuff. But they're, they're the worst offenders. They don't even adhere it's to It's called their, lip service. Well, yeah, well, they don't adhere to their own policies, you know. Then they bang up the subbies, which is... One of the greatest lies I've ever been told, Andy, isn't it? When a builder says, listen, safety is our first priority. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, blow your own trumpet, son. Or, sa- or either that or safety is paperwork, you know. So um, they get their paperwork and they get their swims and they get their this and that. They get all their paperwork in order, yet when the job starts to, you know, unfold, nothing's in place. Well, no. look, we've... Uh... What have we got? Tomorrow's a special day. It is a special day. It is a very special day. And uh, everyone commemorate the uh, the 11th of the 11th. The armistice. Yes. The armistice. And we've got a bit of... Bit of red gum, bit mate. Bit of red gum. Uh, 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 in tribute to, to the Vietnam veterans. We've seen one this morning now. Had his yeah. medals on. And... Uh, Let's go. It's on. Yeah. Yeah, push something. No. Mum and Dad and Denny saw the passing out parade at Puckerpunyal. It was a long march from cadets. The 6th Battalion was the next to tour and it was me who drew the card. We did Canungra and Shoalwater before we left. And Townsville lined the footpaths as we marched down to the quay. This clipping from the paper shows us a young and strong and clean. And there's me in me slouch hat with me SLR and greens. God help me. I was only 19. 
Buntel riding Chinooks to the dust at Newey Dad. I'd been in and out of choppers now for months. And we made our tents a home VB and pinups on the lockers and an Asian orange sunset through the scrub. Can you tell me, doctor, why I still can't get to sleep? And night time's just a jungle dark and a barking M16. And what's this rash that comes and goes? Can you tell me what it means? God help me. I was only 19. A four-week operation... Each step could mean your last one on two legs It was a war within yourself But you wouldn't let your mates down Till they had you dusted off So you closed your eyes and thought about something else And then someone yelled out Contact! And the bloke behind me swore We hooked in there for hours Then it got almighty raw Frankie kicked a mine the day that mankind kicked the moon. God help me. He was going home in June. I can still see Frankie. Drinking tinnies in the Grand Hotel On a 36-hour wreck in Funtown And I can still hear Frankie Lying screaming in the jungle Till the morphine came and killed the bloody row And the Anzac legends didn't mention Martin blood and tears And the stories that my father told me Never seemed quite real I caught some pieces in my back that I didn't even feel. God help me. I was only 19. And can you tell me, doctor, why I still can't get to sleep? And why the Channel 7 chopper chills me to my feet? And what's this rash that comes and goes? Can you tell me what it means? God help me I was only 19 Welcome back Well that was a good protest song uh, That we uh, we all sung along to And uh, our thoughts go out to all the uh, Vietnam veterans, all the Vietnam vets, and all the and, and all veterans, all veterans all tomorrow. Veterans, not just Vietnam vets, but all and veterans. And at the shrine of uh, remembrance, and yep. Well, the poppies. It's eleven of the eleventh, and you know, in my opinion, the whole industry should shut down for that one minute. But of course, you know, Tess, while we're uh, while we're saying, uh, you know, tributes to people that passed away, a good mate of yours. Yes, 
Georgie? Uncle George. Uncle Georgie Grace. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, um, he's passed away. And you've met him a few times in Moon Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a ripping old Scotchman. He was a um, stonemason. Oh, he's a Scotchman, so he'll be. Yeah. Right. And he used to go back and um, his... his um, his, his ancestors go right back to the uprising in uh, in Ireland, Neil. Yeah, the hundredth year, the other. And um, but old George, he passed away, and uh, it was a great. Uh, if you think about great funerals, it was a very uh, humorous sort of funeral. Um, he, he died of cancer related lung lung disease. It was well, that'll um, be from all the stone dust. Dust. You know, yeah, been a mason. Yeah, yeah. He was. Uh, he had to start his own business, and because no one employed him, because he was uh, so militant. Yeah, Guild Masonry and his son Darren and his um, one of his boys plays with uh, with Sandringham in the footy and mm-hmm. um, one of his grandsons. So it was um, yeah, yeah, poor old Georgie. He's a big Tiger supporter, wasn't he? Oh, crazy, mate! He had every bit of memorability <laughs> you've ever seen. What, what this bloke? Cra- crazy for supporting or just oh, a crazy mate, supporter? Just crazy supporter. He was. He had. He had everything. You name it. And he used to throw a bit of money into the Richmond Footy Club, like sponsoring players and stuff like that. And he was a mate of the old, uh, the old school down at uh, Tigerland. And um, there was a few, uh, few old Tiger supporters and players yeah. at, his, at his funeral. It was great. It was yeah. great, great. When was that? Just the other day? Yeah, about uh, two weeks ago, I suppose it was now. Yeah. Just after I, yeah, just after I come back from um, Western Australia. Western Australia, yeah. Sad. Good old bloke. Yeah, but oh, yeah, no quality of life. But um, that's what it does in the building industry, and you, yeah. uh, you work with these these um, people your whole life. Yeah, yeah, and well, they and they work with all these um, unwanted materials that no one tells yeah. us are dangerous. You know, and how many blokes over the years in all trades throughout the industry, from you know, worked from the up until you know, probably the early or mid eighties yeah. when we got a lot wiser about the dangers of working in the industry with well, cancerogenic substances and everything else. Carcinogenic, we're yeah. killed. Well, have died of diseases that, you, know, like, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. know. Like Killer, you, you went to New Zealand. Um, they've just banned asbestos. Now, yeah, I couldn't believe that when I heard it's that. It's just been banned this about, about a month ago. And uh, you went over there with the trade union movement. Yep. And apparently it's just everywhere. And people just cut it like they're cutting plasterboard. They've done it here too, mate. Well, they're, they're, it's, well they're you know, they had those earthquakes and all those buildings, even in housing. You know, like over there, they've got a couple of members just in domestic housing. And um, don't tell me they're not going to hit asbestos. You know, like they, and they, you know, they just get the job done. You know, the rates are not much good and they can't afford to stop over there. You know, they're in they go and out they come and, you know. Well, we back, in day, the, the back in the day, back in the day, they'd be builders' labourers when they were on site. There was more labourers than there were tradesmen at one stage. You know, all the building companies yep. had had, had yep. their own labours and whatnot, and you know they cleared up everything, anything and everything that was in the way. So, you know, before asbestos, you know, all the awareness of asbestos, there would have been hundreds, if not thousands, of blokes who unfortunately passed away. Yeah, you yeah. touched on something before, um, and we talk about all these people that are, you know, falling off the perch and crook, and and we raise money for them, which is, you know, we've got to do what we can do, but. Uh, in another life, I used to do pretty critical analysis of, of MSDS, and when you the bit that gets me about MSDS in the in the full uh, you know ten twenty page thirty page ones, um, it shows the results of what happens when you when you expose a lab rat to certain chemicals. So things like um, glue and cleaner, and you know like our typical plumbers glue and cleaner, priming fluid, um, solvent cement, some of those. Some of those products in lab rats showed that um, certainly high rates of cancer, um, but they did other things as well, like um, 
shrink your testicles, and you tell tradesmen this is what you're dealing with, and you start to explain what goes on, they start to listen. And even worse, if you're if you're a female, and 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 the reproductive system, the effect on the reproductive system um, ain't great. Let's no. put it that way, you know. And it, it, particularly if you're carrying a child, so you don't want to be playing. Even if you're not, you know, for anybody, you you, you need to treat chemicals with respect. And I said as I walked out the gate on this job yesterday, I said, listen, because the storage of chemicals wasn't up to speed. And, and the example was the the oxyacetylene was in the container. And I said to them, and, and they said, oh, we're about to move it. We're about, you know, they were giving me lip service. And I said, don't tell me your storage of chemicals is not up to speed because I'll be here for two days. And, and, they, and they, the smiles came off their faces. And, um, and it's not only the storage of chemicals, it's the safe use of. So, and like I said, you know, this, they do it on lab rats, uh, rightly or wrongly, um, because it gives they us a bit of up. an indication to what... <clears throat> happens to us when we start playing with it. And all of a sudden, us tradesmen become desensitised and start using it left, right and centre, and it's all over our fingers, all over our hands, yeah, all over our overalls. Those overalls, mate, they're just covered in that blue glue. That's why I was asking Andy before yeah. about cutting oil, and I'm really yeah. intrigued to know how much um, sprinkler fitters actually know about cutting oil, because guess what? It's not great either. No. And, it, and it typically results in testicular cancer. And uh, the good thing is that all those lab rats are in the lab rat union, hopefully. We shouldn't joke. No, we shouldn't joke. Look, you're right, Keller. Now, some of these look. Australia's always been dumping grand of chemicals that have been banned all over the world. Yeah, that's right. A lot of stuff has been banned. Well, MDF is banned banned in most countries, most civilized countries around the world. Well, I know it's supposed to be here, but you can go on any site in Melbourne and there's no MDF room set up. Guarantee. And then when you say to them, "Listen, we treat this like it's uh, like 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 asbestos removal." Oh well, does he? I'll build it. Does he? uh, Does he go into a a, uh, flat? Build 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 a proper. Then you've got companies that that buy the cheap stuff, you know, and cutting all say from China, and tip it in the empty ones from uh, you know the rigid, the proper, the local. Uh, products that stand up a bit, and you really have no idea what you're dealing with. Well, when you when you talk about safety like that, killer, and you're going through your through their um, swims and whatnot, I mean, it also um, takes a lot of care of the employer to get the right swims up. I mean, Gibbo and myself done a sprinkler company, and Gibbo opened up the swims, and one of the uh, clauses or whatever you know safety things there was um, how you dismantle the the knife sharpening machine on on level two. Now, I know sprinkler fitted, some of them are butchers out there, but I didn't know we had our own knife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, knife strapped to the right? strong. It, it, it was straight to do with the meat working industry. So, obviously, the, the lady in the office has just gone on and looked. Online? Typed, typed online, you know, SM, whatever you call it, material data sheets, and she's just pushed that out and printed it out. So, it had nothing, it was totally irrelevant to the site. So, you know, it takes a bit of care on. I reckon to everybody. You know, Kelly, you're more you're, you're more up to date with that than, than what I was, but I reckon they 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 make them too complicated too. The MSDS? No, the swim. Some of the swims with the MSDS oh. sheets are just too so complicated. You just um, mate, it's when, crazy to me anyway. When Dowsett sent me to Barrow, I had to do swims over there. The thirty five pages, no the small ones. The big ones were up around fifty, and mm. if you didn't stick to these swims, you're off the island. <laughs> it wasn't much fun. Safety become, can become bully-like um, as far as uh, a principal contractor is concerned and, and they tie people into these ridiculous uh, circumstances that they just can't stick to. And, um, 
you know, safety is really simple. If someone can fall off an edge, we put a handrail up. Hmm. And, and if someone's dealing with a chemical and we know it's going to hurt you, then we put gloves on and we, we begin to factor in, you well, know, simple stuff, barriers. Hmm. Or we replace the product even more primarily with yeah. another one that's safer. That's we the actually... Old- Get our shit together and we look at it. And see, I was saying you keep it simple, simple. Yeah, it? yeah. But well, the main reason something. why they complicate things like that is, is so you take the own, well, you take the onus away from the major contract and throw yeah. it straight onto the subcontractor. Yeah. That's what that is. Well, yeah. Killer, anyway. you're out there giving it a good red hot crack, mate, and good on you. And uh, the people down on those jobs you've been going to can uh, at least they've got someone that's looking out for their interests. And uh, and we all do, we all do we that. All do. And, Killers uh, in the badlands at the minute. On that, at the end of the show and. We might see you at the Shrine tomorrow. Yep. Yes. Lest we forget. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.